0: I'm just making conversation.
1: You know, in my experience, a parent-child relationship impacts every aspect of a person's life. If that's true, I would love to hear your take on how our relationship impacted me. I
2: mean, we need some more drinks. Meet the Kennedys
0: at Lasseter's Hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to date us. CJK conveyas. Let's
1: get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We get stuck into picking apart episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours because it's a great time. We are in Melbourne's Pirate Net Studios. I am Vaya. I am a TV writer and I can't suspend disbelief, which is why I have issues with Neighbours plots. CJ is the hot mess mum that I am. Catherine Jones is also her name. Kate is remued, who tweets
2: neighbours most nights on Twitter. Hi, everybody. CJ, are you filled with Christmas spirit? I am, to the brim. I went to the shopping that you guys mentioned last week. And by the way, I didn't buy anything. I just walked around the shopping centre with a big smile on my face. So and hear that, listeners.
0: She dumped you for a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I took my son to the playground that's and wore not, him out.
1: <laughs> that's not when we recorded, though. You were actually busy when we recorded. Um, you were taking family Christmas photos.
2: I, I took. We went to a park and took family Christmas photos. Aww, <laughs> that's lovely. What's What's happened to you? You're me? in
1: an American Hallmark movie. Yes,
2: no. I am. And then I went to the carols on Saturday <laughs> night, which I wanted to go to. It was good, and I dressed um, my son up as Olaf. Because that was Aww. the most Christmassy thing I could find.
1: It's, it's just a few steps removed. It's winter yeah. in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> how, how did his white suit survive the dusty picnic? It was completely fine. He fell asleep on song too. And Aww. then we
1: just
2: continued having an adult picnic. Great.
1: Yeah. Uh, what have I done that's festive? Um, oh, my partner bought a lot of eggnog into the house Oh, did he? Does he it, like that? The, from the supermarket in cartons He goes, it's eggnog season Comes in with four cartons in his arms
2: I'm not sure about drinking it Have you drank
1: it? Just Yeah, there's supermarket stuff Actually, my cousin made some last Christmas And I think she had alcohol in hers So oh, okay. that made it fun
0: But like, is it raw egg? I don't get it Isn't it just like a thin kind of custody type thing?
1: My KB likes it because it reminds him of the egg flip, Big M is, I don't know if people yeah. overseas have Big M. It's, I feel
0: like that's old people's flavours of Big yeah, M. Yeah, chocolate
1: one. milk brand, flavoured milk drink in Australia. And yeah. a fleeting flavour from like the 80s or the 70s was Egg Flip. Yeah. Which
2: is just like egg I mean, custard flavour he, milk. He, he's showing his geographic location by being really into that. Really? I is, would say. I
0: was going to say, like, it's a touch for Becky. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was just sugar and milk. <laughs> this has eggs in it. That's weird. I saw Frozen 2 for the second time this week. Oh, did you? I
1: appreciate your life choices, Kate.
0: It was great, again, yeah. still. And it was yeah. good because we picked up on details that obviously yeah. we missed the first time. I'll around. be seeing
1: it again. Oh, mate, I cried oh. the entire time.
0: I did not cry in, in any yeah, but, of my viewings. But,
1: Kate, you're partially stone. So.
0: What? I'm partially stone? <laughs> yeah, Not no. stone. You're,
1: you're made of <laughs> partial stone.
0: Oh, I guess I had two kids to supervise at the same time.
1: When Sonia died, Kate. Welled up slightly, but that was about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, not, not a tear was <laughs>
2: <laughs> I still, when I see scenes of Sonia, I still cry.
0: Don't, don't you remember the, like Toddy taking a leak in that episode? Because that, that's what st- stuck
1: mm. with me more. I, I nearly, cri- Jackie and I nearly cried when I interviewed Jackie Woodburn. Yeah, and but
0: she, she, she like got to miss a colleague though.
1: Yeah, she, we brought up Eve and she
2: just looked visibly
0: deflated, affected.
1: Man.
2: Yeah, I was like, oh God,
0: Fiona.
1: <sighs>
2: On the council, put up a video because they reused some song. Yeah, George oh. Ezra. Which
0: I feel like did. Did we get different music here? Sometimes so. the
2: UK and the
1: AU differ in their music choices. Mm.
0: I feel like whatever music we got didn't really resonate with me. Like I didn't. It didn't stick out as anything and memorable. Plus,
1: the only song I remember from the Sonia episode is "E Seventeen All Right." So if, <laughs> that, if that was the key. Yeah, if
0: they'd walked down the aisle to. George Ezra's Shotgun, which my daughter sang in her Christmas concert, that would have been awesome. Shotgun is a kinder song now? Yes. Well, I never. Yeah, and there was like a four-year-old announcing it going, our next song is Shotgun. (laughs) They loved it though. Is it like Shotgun Wedding? I don't get it. Oh, no, but apparently so the the UK listeners heard it was a George Ezra song. I don't think it was Shotgun, but it would have been great if it was. Oh,
2: okay. Anyway, Fiona put up that video and I watched maybe – Thirty seconds of it, and then was crying.
1: (laughs) But yeah, Frozen Two. There's a song towards the start that's about things that don't change, things that stay the same. It's cute. It's yeah, like no matter if things get hard, there are certain things that you can always count on, like you know, love and hugging someone. And then I was the minute that started, I was like, Oh, see,
0: I feel like that's a great kind of um, parable for neighbors. Some things never change. (laughs) Like a crazy lady who comes to Erin's <laughs> and you know she's going to be evil. <laughs> evil. And weddings, because we had our third
1: wedding this week of the year. Mm. Uh, weddings are a dime a dozen. You can have tragedies, you can have main characters taken out, but what never changes is people will get married quickly.
0: Okay, question. If you could choose, that out of the three weddings this year, which wedding would be closest to your style?
1: Oh, okay, good one. Paul and Trace. Paul and Trace.
0: Elvis on the beach and on the GC. Yeah,
1: everything, Alloping. everything it's except Elvis.
0: I see that, that yeah. Elvis is the only thing where I go. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit of Elvis
1: on this. What's yours, Kate? Ellie's.
2: Yeah, Ellie's. It's Ellie's. I'm sure. Ellie's
0: was beautiful.
2: Yeah, it was lovely. But then again,
0: I did, I did quite like Chloe and Pierce. It's like that. Just I liked the small amount of guests they had
1: because they they didn't didn't even know the guests that were there. Mm. Bee and Milsey were invited, and I don't think I've ever seen Chloe speak to either of them.
0: That B's her ex-lover's sister. Yeah. I mean, I'm often close she's... with my ex-lover's sisters, Wait. aren't you? Oh, that's right. Still. And like, um, Milzie would have just been her hanger-on.
1: Um, I had hoped that maybe B had been booked to do a song at the wedding. Oh, and so she would have had free No, invite. no, 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 or, no,
2: no, no. Or, or the new one she's writing for Milzie. Oh, gosh. With the one that makes Milzie go outside and garden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: Now, getting ahead of uh, ourselves. I'm skipping Neighbours Council business because I don't have any because it's the crazy season.
2: I will say. Yeah. People make posts and I enjoy them. Yeah. Oh, there have been some good. Thank All right, here's yeah.
1: Actually, okay. Neighbours Council business.
2: The business again.
1: Misty joined the council. Misty, what a name. She listens from New Zealand. Yes. hi, oh, hey, so Misty. Hope everyone's safe in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Tough week for you guys. Beth Bobs posted
2: Susan's dance. In
1: oh a, yes. Susan had this moment, this little vignette in Pierce and Chloe's reception where she just lived her
2: best life. Obsessed with Susan's dancing, pure Kath Day Night. Yes, from <laughs> Kath and Kim. I mean that's perfect. There's a lovely comment um by Marley. More Peter Garrett
0: than Cath yes, Day. I do love that. Yeah. <gasps> Midnight Oil. Limb spasms
1: going on. There's just there was a lot to love. And then um Matthew on Twitter put that moment to music he put it to kylie's locomotion
2: <laughs> oh matthew that's excellent <laughs> so good and Lindsay bannister wrote the most neighbors council comment i've ever heard huh which is this is why i'm in this group i miss this because i was doing my crochet while watching yep
0: nice there nice. we go yes, yes. so on yep. brand yep. so that's what that's Peak. what happens when i'm tweeting i'll quite often miss little snippets of gold like that because yeah. i'm looking at my screen mm.
1: same or well, when i'm writing notes for this pod which is ironic
0: surveyor cj i had a great idea why don't we buddy watch Frozen Two with the nabubs as well?
1: Oh, with the nabubs.
0: Yes, with the nabubs. Oh, That's
1: so sweet.
0: My, I know my two would certainly be up for it again. Baby Lou, would he be up for another Frozen two? I mean, he danced under the screen for most of it, so
2: <laughs> why not? And Thomas,
1: loyal listener, joined us over on patreon.com/ nabubspod. Much appreciated. so we will buddy watch Frozen probably one and two. I might find I might get different guests for one and two.
2: But just be prepared for the physical dancing that will go on. Okay, into Neighbours proper.
1: We've kicked off the week. There was a bit of drama because we thought the Pierce-Chloe wedding wasn't going to go ahead because Shipbag took off to Sydney, Mm. but he only made it as far as the airport shuttle
2: bus. And I think that was just at the bus stop down the street, right? Yeah. What an effective bus stop that is. Everyone,
0: all, all the buses go there. Have I told you about this nursing home that my grandmother used to be in that had like a fake bus stop at the front? What? So if, if by chance an oldie, particularly one with dementia or something, had made it past the very unsophisticated double locked door system to get out, they would just go and sit at the bus stop and wait <sighs> for the bus. That would never turn Oh, up. my God. And I reckon maybe Aaron's borough has got like a dementia bus stop too. That is horrifying. That's like something out of a horror novel, is, isn't it? Like yeah. Robert Louis Stevenson. I the wonder bus if that's stop done that never...
1: frequently. The bus that never came.
0: That is excellent. I, I think it's a, it's a brilliant idea. I'll see if on Google Maps if I can find a picture of this bus stop. Definitely.
2: Paige used to sit in front of them and have a little Shit. think. <laughs> they could put a wayward teens slash 20s. Stop. like that's what maybe what it is and pierce could pay for one and and yeah and his son could sit at it all the time because you know he's what? not that bright i'd either. love if the timetable on the bus actually just said the met you know like from the 80s yes and pierce wouldn't know because it's not like he's had ever had to catch public transport
1: i think that's why he was on that bus for so long because he was like oh they'll just wait till i'm finished my conversation and then i mean the airport shuttle does have a bit of a wait time till ever till it's set departure time but mm. pierce was like oh well I'm in, my, I'm in my meeting room now, this bus. I also enjoyed Laura's post in the Neighbours Council on Facebook. She did a screenshot of the tableau of everyone else on that bus while Pierce and Hendrix had their dad-son moment. There's no way any of those other people on their way to the airport are listening to musical podcasts. Surely they're all secretly listening to this absolute car crash of a family airing their laundry in public. <laughs>
0: Totally. I, would, I would be there for that. My God. And the you woman, know. our favourite was
1: the woman who's got headphones on and a book in front of her uh, and it's yeah. like not a chance.
2: She's not reading a word of that book. She's doing Amazon WhisperSync. What's that? Um, you buy the book on Audible and it um, gives you a PDF so that you can like read along and like be uh-huh. read to by your I Audible book. She would be if she had it turned on because she's tuned in to Channel Hendrix. Totally. So can you imagine if a kid like Hendrix is on the bus and then – uh, supermodel father yeah. Walks on Just He's got this muscle that's I don't even know It's an arm muscle That like just It's there when he uh, Like that A What's bicep that? Yeah but it's like this extra one That normal people don't <laughs> Some sort have. of ripple Some sort of
1: ripple And It's he, one that you get When you get on The Bachelor They inject mm-hmm. you with a new muscle
2: It's exactly right And he always wears shirts That are just Yeah Like revealing that extra muscle That he's got and can you imagine if that guy got on and then started talking about what a crap daddy was? You, you could not, you could not listen to something else. And, and CJ, what would you do if you're on that bus? I would have found a way to sit down and unpack the situation and counsel them <laughs> because I couldn't have let it go by without involving myself in their situation.
1: <laughs> and I did commend Pierce who really stood firm and said, I am not going to this wedding without you. And yeah. P- Hendrix is all worried, like, oh, Chloe's going to be sad. He's like, I'm not going. i flat out not going unless you're there. I'm like, cool, what about, oh, what about your other kid? Nah.
0: Nah. No, so I look at that and go, you're going to let a teenager manipulate you and ruin <clears throat> your wedding day? Nah. You
1: weren't so fussed with him a month ago, so let him have a great time in Sydney. They get to the wedding. They get hitched, which obviously was closer to winter because that winery did not look very lush mm. and ready for a new grape picking season
0: <laughs> wasn't it like a 40 degree day that day in melbourne as well they were all very wintry dressed yeah. for the actual and there was reality. no there's
1: not one leaf on a tree
0: chloe's dress i was very disappointed thumbs down yeah bow bow. cj i mean i just thought it was nice i thought the
1: dress itself was cute like i like that she chose something short
0: but, oh yeah, look I'm done with that completely. But I just thought it was wasn't cool enough to be Chloe's dress. She's yeah. worn
1: some more fabulous outfits for a shift at Lasseter's. Mm.
0: She some days she's walked in and I'm like, "You
1: look a bloody
2: amazing." And she's just going to wear a 9 to 5 job. Plus, I don't know how to say this, but ladies like me, we're the ones that need the dress that goes out like that. <laughs> she's the type of woman that can wear a slinky number. So and we're talking
1: an hourglass figure yep. benefits from that silhouette. Curvaceous.
0: Now, I had a um, multi-option on um, Twitter pick me up after I said it wasn't cool enough for Chloe, who then sent me a plethora of photos of short wedding dresses to show me, including Yasmin Yarbrough's wedding dress who got married to Carl Stefanovic. Oh, yeah. And that dress is 100% Chloe. That is cool enough to have been Chloe's dress. Mm-hmm. Have a look at it. It's, it's beautiful. Low it's low card. It's got a
1: lace detail. I think what made Chloe's look not as good is that Weird cartoon veil she had on. <gasps>
0: and, yeah, did you guys read this week that that was April's choice? She chose the 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 bow veil. Okay, sometimes
1: you've just got to let actors take a seat and say some, sometimes they can't be involved in stories. Sometimes they can try and ad lib and it'll work, but other times
0: they have to let the professionals do their job. Like Susan's dance. That's a successful ad lib. Yeah. Well, yeah. another, another thing with the dress was that they didn't have enough time to put lining in it, so apparently it was itchy as hell to wear.
1: I don't care about that because we can't see that. <laughs> that's too bad for April. But, okay, if she, if she picked the the veil, that's cute, whatever, turn up to it in the car and then take it off for the rest of the day. Don't schlep around in it
0: all day. Mm. I loved wearing a veil. But all, did but you have it on all day? I had it, well, because it, it was it didn't have a stupid bow on it, to be honest. It was not- low down. The front of it, you just flip it up back over your head, and you feel like a princess. But <laughs> I just—that's
1: not Chloe to me. That's flipping it, being a princess. I mean, I just assume would have seen her in like you know white hot pants. I actually thought she looked better at her hen's night when she has that side swept dramatic curl going. When she had her half up half down thing, I'm like, you go to work in that hairstyle.
0: Mm. Look, I think we can all agree it just wasn't cool enough for her. She,
1: she could have. Whipped out her bridesmaid's dress from the the car crash wedding earlier in the year. She would have looked amazing. Mm.
0: Oh, I thought the men looked a hell of a lot better than that wedding as well. Because remember at um Detmec's wedding, they were all in like plaid suits? I loved those so They were hideous. It was like something from like the 70s. They looked shocking.
2: I'm with you. I love the plaid. Imagine if she'd worn Hendrix's um, Dalmatian jacket as a wedding dress. That well, I could have got away well with. It. Well,
1: Hendrix was meant to have put together a Pinterest board and I've yeah. lost faith in him if that's what he got. No, he, that's the he... problem.
0: He chose the dress. Oh,
2: so he I... put her in a
1: Barbie
0: dress. True. She did look like wedding dress Barbie. Mm-hmm. But he got 10 out of 10 on the men's um, tuxes though. Because mm. he had to
1: wear them. <laughs> Obviously, April can never look bad. It's physically impossible. No. She will never look bad in her life. It was just an unexpected choice.
2: For Chloe Brennan, plus as Sheila mentions, it's not every day you marry a billionaire. <laughs> so when it's not every day that you marry a billionaire, you ring up Vera Wang and yeah. you get a dress. Also, oh, she's you
0: ring up bloody like French fashion houses.
2: Yep, yeah, ones that I've never even heard of. Yeah, she well she is marrying one every day because the next day they fly to Adelaide to do it all again. I do. And Legal Angle Beck, who's from Adelaide, she points out that it's an hour flight. I want to say that once I flew to Adelaide and you know how you can't watch your iPhone when you're up in the air, when you're in descent or landing? Mm. It wasn't long enough for me to watch a Friends episode (laughs) while you were up in the air.
1: (laughs) I once spent less than 18 hours in Adelaide because I wanted to go see a gig. Were you
0: looking for the daughter that you adopted out?
1: Uh, No, I hadn't saved up quite enough doing Pilates classes on the lawn. To do a full trip for that. I had I wanted to go see Frente, one of my favourite nineties bands. They were reforming mm. for a reunion concert at the Adelaide Fringe Festival and I could only get there for one night. So yeah, flew in, went to the gig, crashed on a friend's couch, flew back the
2: next morning. Less than eighteen hours. Mm. It's I mean, a- I went to Perth for like fourteen hours last week last earlier in the year to yeah. go to football. Like the, the Brennans.
0: Ugh, I'm just trying to work useless. out a way how to shoehorn the phrase accidentally Ramsey Street into this conversation.
1: I don't know if that single made it big in the UK. It doesn't matter. It made it big here.
2: <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it must have, right? Well, we'll make it big. It's a bloody banger. Can our UK listeners please tell us if it, if it made it there because and I need to know.
1: Actually, and if it didn't, please go and have a little listen to it on Spotify this week. Accidentally Kelly Street or my – I prefer ordinary angels. Of course.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, and but also they did a cover of um, Bizarre Love Triangle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that was pretty good. Yes. Now,
1: because Hendrix can't stomach another wedding of the stepmom he's in love with, mm. so he's just going to bail and move in with the Kennedys, get a key cut.
0: They, they've got a past history of taking in chip bags. Yeah,
1: they've probably got to deal with the local locksmith. Oh, what'll it be today, Mrs. K? Just the think. usual. Front door, back door, screen door. Oh,
0: the key to like, thank you very much.
2: <laughs> that None of that was dirty. Was... I mean, they would have made it dirty. Yeah. Key to the blue box. Yep. The thing is about Hendrix moving in when
0: you foster a child, you get money. Yeah. Do you think that this is what it's about? So, who, this is like a when, you know, yeah, um chip shitbag was all talking about, oh, I, I need to eat steak. Yeah. I was like, well, dad's clearly going to be providing the Kennedys with an allowance, a stake allowance yeah, at least Yeah, why haven't we seen dollar signs in Carl's eyes?
2: Well, that's the thing, because Carl got annoyed that he had to organise the bucks early in the week And he was like, do you think your dad will pay for some of this? Because I don't want to, I met this guy like a week ago, he's already lobbed
0: his son on me Um, But Cole's already to stand in as best man. I know. He loves a title. Mm. That is is like saddest bitch in Erinsborough territory for Pierce that like he can only. Actually, yeah. Can we call it now? Yeah.
2: You're a billionaire Mm. and you don't have any friend that you can fly in. Like Donald Trump had like hundreds of people at his wedding to Melania and most of them hate him now, but yeah. they were all there.
0: Oh, and look, at least only half of them were child molesters. Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah, Piers should have had, like, legit home and away actors there. Oh, totally.
0: Ada Nicodemo. Morning show hosts. They yeah. would have been there. Yeah. Osha. Instagram. Osha
2: <laughs> Usher. Usher would have been there. He would have had some roses.
0: Millsy would have bloody well been there. Yeah. Hang on. Millsy was there. There you go. Yes, that's why.
2: And some Instagram influencers. Oh, 100%. If Ali doesn't become an Instagram influencer... After having this baby, that's it. The system's let us, everyone so, down.
0: What do we call wags of billionaires? Are they just, are they still wags? B- bags? bags. Yes, yeah,
1: bags! <laughs> Chanel bags, but still. Yeah. Let's leave that aside because it, like, we're going to focus on Wednesday, the 11th of December. We're back at the Kennedys, we're at the Kennedy Arch under the archway. It is,
0: it's weird seeing it after having been there because the, the part beyond the arch is not what you'd kind of. Expect it to be after seeing it on TV. And the path
1: beyond the arch is on the other side of the looking glass. Like you don't go there mm. as a punter. You're, yeah. al- you're allowed to go on the outside. So, but now we've been through the Kennedy Arch into we've the left, house.
0: We have left our shoes yeah. on the front veranda.
1: Into Wonderland. So seeing Milsey and his mum, Claudia... Powerhouse Claudia.
0: Oh, I loved it when I see her. I'm like, oh, Kate Raison. She
1: has been busted by her son because, I well, Kate actually predicted last episode that she'd had a private investigator in look mm. into shitbag Dean, the kid that mm. stooged Ellie. He gave her all this information and she accidentally drops Dean's name to Millsy, which is a rookie mistake, lady. Rookie mistake.
0: It's not a lie if you believe it. you just got to <laughs> just be consistent.
2: Yeah. And plus, like, she's a seasoned... Villain. Yeah, manipulator. Yeah. So she should know better.
0: And he's an amnesiac
1: who thinks he's 19. Like, she could have spun anything and he should have bought it.
2: Yeah. He should have – she should He. what's it called?
0: She should have gaslit him in seconds. Yeah, and also played on his clearly needy mummy issues as well. Mm. Actually, you know how I've never
2: given a saddest bitch? Mm. I mean, I can't, I even feel sick saying that. But Millsy at one point this week said, I might have a real mummy that loves me. And I went – That that's a sad (laughs) bit. But then
1: he, the reason he isn't is because he came back with one of the killer lines. We'll get to Mm -hmm. in a later scene. He pulls his mum up on this, and she's like, "Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to, I've got to put tabs on Ellie because I don't trust her with my erstwhile son's baby. She could fall apart at any minute, and I need to figure out when
0: and how and why." It wasn't a matter of could, it was a matter of when, wasn't it? And she's right, though. I mean, Ellie is a like, bloody world-class screw-up. However, I guess once you
1: get up the duff, it is your prerogative to really... Screw, screw up your child's make, life. Make a balls-up of the situation by that stage.
2: <laughs> um, totally. And also, those things aren't necessarily connected. So, being a good teacher doesn't make you a good parent. No. Being a good, you know...
0: Okay, but hang on. Hold hol up here. Where has she been competent in her life?
2: I'm, Her wardrobe, the cold shoulders. Well, still, she looks amazing all the time.
0: But I think that's just because she's beautiful.
2: That's true. I know where well, she's, she's achieved
1: that. Too. I know where she's been successful.
2: Where?
1: When she's woke Ellie. Yeah. Woke Ellie is my favourite brand of Ellie. So there's this moment where they're on the couch and Claudia's giving Ellie the third degree, getting stuck into the details. Um, Like, do you want to find out the sex of the baby? And Ellie's like, oh, no, I'll be surprised. And... Claudia says, well, so you're not going to buy pink or blue? And Ellie's like, oh, no, I don't care about that stuff. You know, they can play with dolls, trucks, whatever. I don't mind. Whatever they want to do is, and be is fine by me. And I was like,
0: yes, woke Ellie. I love – no, but she was just doing it to stir her, I'm sure, but which not, I love. I love, like, people just being spiteful to
1: – But I also think she genuinely feels that because she's had moments with, um, like, I think with Mackenzie oh, – she wasn't really around for the Mackenzie storyline – but. There's been moments where she stood up for LGBT students.
2: Yeah. Also, times when she called people a skank. But yeah, I, so I know I'm meant to be on side of all people, she, but still.
1: So the problem with Ellie, that's is that the problem with Ellie is that <laughs> she's Swiss cheese. She's full of holes, like you can, oh, poor, just you know. just like a poor old um, dry ice. How do you solve a problem like Ellie, CJ? You can't. But there's sometimes she has a glimmer of hope of what could be. And that's when I think she succeeds.
2: I just think that, okay, Ali slept with Chloe on the eve of her wedding. So she wasn't that great at being in a monogamous relationship. But we did discuss at the time that she did have a lot of circumstances that made it difficult for her. But I just think that Ali loves hard and she's just going to fall in love hard with her baby.
1: And she does seem ready for that. She says that this is the most important
0: thing in the world to me and I'm ready. Things may have become clear. For me, Ellie needs to tell Claudia to piss off. Yeah, she does. Oh, fuck. Oh, yes. um, also she needs to get Tycho, Tim Collins, mm. onto working how her baby, little the little crouton, can make her claim to her deceased father's estate. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's get to this lunch. So, okay,
1: they're all at a loose end. Let's go to lunch at the Waterhole, right? And – as soon as Ellie hears that Mama Claudia wants to tag along, she goes, I'm out. I'll just be here chilling, guys. Have fun. She's going to make a cheer bowl. And Millsy's like, no, Mum wants to get to know you. All right, fine. They all go to yeah, the but water. who hall. cares?
0: As she says later on in the app, she's, what, 39 weeks pregnant? Nah, it's your prerogative to stay home. Although, remember,
2: Claudia's got the checkbook. She's waving around. Yeah. And Ellie's hungry. I've been unemployed before. It's a hungry job. <laughs>
0: And she's feeding for two, as um, mm-hmm. Claudia reminds eating for two. Also, she's got the bloody biggest maternity wardrobe I've ever seen in my life. Not one repeated outfit.
2: Maybe she's already an influencer, but she hasn't told the street. Have you, have you guys followed an influencer like that? So I followed one that was like a budget one, and she had not told anyone in her world that she had all these, you know, yeah. Um, a followers. Few, yeah, a few like
1: lifestyle DIY YouTubers I follow are like that. What, hang on, yeah. they
0: didn't hashtag spawn? No. Oh well, that's Im- that's unethical. No, no, no. <laughs> their actual no, no, no. family and friends don't follow their
2: pages. They don't know about. it. Oh, yeah, sorry. They would do sponsored content, but it was only their fans that would know about it. And every now and then
1: they'd be like, "Oh my god, someone at work found my YouTube channel." Yeah. Oh, this so is weird the worst or yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah. And so maybe she already is, and like the street just doesn't know.
0: Yes. And that's where yeah. she's getting all these clothes. Some, from. Like she's got like a, a some sponcon deal with Ripe yeah. Maternity. Yes, that's it. <laughs> At least Target.
1: <laughs> I just want to know her username. That's all I want.
0: Ellie, the hot mess mum? Yeah,
1: at, it will be. At the waterhole, this is where I thought she could have told Claudia to shove it 14 different times, mm. but she just sat there politely. Claudia is ready to go on this judgy lunch because she said, all right, Millsy, you're in or you're out. We're going to figure out what's going on with Ellie and what makes her tick. They start with all the stuff Ellie's had to give up. The soft cheeses and the sushi.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Claudia. Finally, you realised those things were nothing compared to the litres of booze she had to give up drinking every day. Part of me thinks
1: maybe they were talking about that before we cut into the scene Mm. because
0: it sounds like that because they
1: were drinking their soft drinks or whatever. B was drinking beer. And Claudia had a wine. Ah, so I reckon that was their small talk and we didn't hear that bit of the conversation and Ellie would have been like, oh, I wish I could have a wine. And then <sighs> they segued into the soft cheese. Yeah, love me a wine and a torted affair.
2: That's, well, that's, why, that's what got me into this.
1: <laughs> Claudia launches into, well, are you going to breastfeed? Yeah. And, well, you know, Surprise pregnancies can cause postnatal depression. I love that. I
0: love it. It was like, oh man, you're not even being subtle about this, Claudia. Come on, just roll it back a bit. What what are you going to do about your postnatal depression? Uh, These two points
1: I would have walked out of the lunch, but okay.
2: Um, the bit I love the most is she's asking questions, and then at one point Millsy loses it because he's like, "You've gone too far." But she says, "Do you have a breast pump?" And Millsy's like, "What are you talking about?" Like you and I'm also like, "That's a pretty normal question." Yeah, she, that comment
1: wasn't crossing the line. No,
0: postnatal depression. No. That yes. is crossing the line. But it, yeah, it was like the implication that she was definitely going to have postnatal depression. Yeah, that was like, "What are you talking about?" Just no. stop it.
2: Yeah, she's got Millsy, her ex-boyfriend, that's dating her sister in the house. He's there for her. Plus, those breast pumps are really expensive. So if, oh, yeah, don't buy woman... one unless you need it. Yeah. So then,
1: then it would have been, well, no, actually, thanks, Claudia. You yeah, offering... take it.
0: Yeah, She can sell it on Bicep. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. need it. And then she goes, well, I've bought you 12 months of a nappy service. And I was just like, what?
1: Kate lost her mind over this nappy okay.
0: service. Do you guys know what a nappy service is? Yeah.
1: I mean, okay. um, KB was watching it with me at the time, and he just pictured some kind of butler that would like a valet that would turn up and just do all the duties. So, <laughs>
2: no, KB.
0: <laughs> of all my friends and family, I don't know. I don't know anyone to, who's used a nappy service like these days. 98% of people use disposable nappies and then the other yeah. 2% use modern cloth nappies. But when I was 18, I used to be like a mother's helper to a woman who had four children in quick succession and I would, and she had like, I'd look after this baby that was only a couple of months old and she had a nappy service, but that was back in the old days. The company will come and deliver you pre-folded old fashioned cloth nappies in a whole big giant stack. And you give them a couple of buckets worth of filthy old nappies and then they just – it's like a swapping process.
1: Yeah. And then I thought, well, surely this translates to the modern era with the modern cloth nappies. And Kate and I Googled instantly the exact same website. And, yes, there is a modern cloth nappy service.
2: In fact, my friends, sister-in-law and brother-in-law own it. Do they? Mm. Yeah. They're environmental warriors.
0: Yeah. But, oh, look, I won't get into the debate of – Washing nappies versus storing nappies out because neither of them are great. But but, but
1: hmm. if you are wanting to make that choice, at least get someone else to come and clean it, it for it you. Is,
0: it is very expensive though. Like from what we were reading, it was worth thirty six bucks a week or something. That is pricey. um I don't know. It's probably about the same as nappies.
2: I don't know. Look, I used a mix, so I'm for it. But also, I'm for people making their own choice. That's
0: I mean, the yeah. point. Is having, it... Yeah, having that foisted upon me, I'd be like, but I. Don't want to do it. Yeah, like Ellie's probably like, I've got enough to worry about. Let me throw my baby shit out. Yeah, please,
2: l- allow me this. <laughs> yeah, but also like just get her a baby bunting voucher so she can buy what she needs, yeah. you know. Just give her a couple of million dollars like you should have, you dragon lady. In a trust, please, in a trust. Mm, She's yeah. not a responsible woman. No, no, no. I mean, I'll give you that. Kate. She's just
1: going <laughs> to wait for Millsy to drip feed it out of her because <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's like – He's got the
0: $1,200 per hand. Can you give me another 10000 bucks, Mum? Oh, you can also support the buddy club. Oh, buddy oh my God. God, the buddy club.
1: The other thing that Claudia drops is accusations about
0: Ellie's relationship with her mother. Yep. It's Aaronsborough, man. Nobody's got a good relationship with their mother. And as Susan hasn't seen her children in years. And as Milsey pointed out,
1: their mum lives in Sydney anyway, so it's irrelevant what their relationship is because she's not going to be
2: here for the day in, day out. So I loved it so much. So, um, as most people know, this eh, Neighbours is shot in Melbourne. And Melbourne and Sydney people, we have like a, a warm rivalry. Oh, yes. It's kind of like Australia and New Zealand. We'll, we'll joke about each other, but, you know, if there's a
1: war, we'll go together. Yeah, you know? and, and natural disasters, we, like, at the moment, Sydney's on fire and New Zealand's under volcanic ash. So, like, then the, there's a truce. It's like, everyone yeah. look after yourselves.
2: Yeah, and we'll send up our fireies. Yeah. So, will Queensland. But when everyone's better, we'll be like, Melbourne's better than Sydney. Yeah. I will be like, whatever, you guys don't have coffee. Yes. But at some point, Claudia says, so the crux of the matter is your mum's flaky and crazy. Uh, she does mentally mental health shame the mother, I think, in that sentence. And then Millsy goes, she's from Sydney. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the short story is that your mother is unreliable and scatty. Liz lives in Sydney. And that's relevant because? Because Ellie and B don't see her very often. So, whether she's reliable or unreliable
2: is beside the point.
0: My mistake whilst watching this was forgetting who was Ellie's mum and just thinking it was Nene. And I was like, mate, she's in a bloody psychiatric hospital. This isn't nice to be bringing up her problems and how Ellie might inherit yeah. them. But hang on, that's Amy's mum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh. are very similar, though, oh, aren't they? It's the, it's, this is the root of the saddest bitch problem. Yes. Yeah. Untreated, Bad men, untreated yeah. mental
1: health conditions. Yeah. So maybe Claudia's onto something. Get onto that. Postnatal depression. CJ, you gave good advice to our friends that have babies like book in with your psychologist. Yeah.
2: Even if it's six months out yeah, when and, you have and your book, baby. And book several in. Yeah. Just to, to be, have you, them there. Most people should, but if you have a mental health issue or history, this is a big moment. In the marketing world, we call it a watershed moment. There's a big moment in your life and you need to stay on top of it. But also, this is where Ally needs to break the circuit and not be a bad mother herself and, mm. and get treatment for any mental health concerns that she might have. But
1: also I'm pretty sure the people around her, like Kennedy, she lives with a doctor. I'm sure he'd be.
0: He's pretty useless. Yeah. Really. Like when it comes to interpersonal relationships, well, well, she... he's not great, is Well, he? she lives
1: near a di- another
0: doctor. Who's... I mean, he's fantastic as a bloody like general skills doctor. A larrikin. Jack of all medical trades. And then the other Barb... Claudia throws. Is or
1: what he can do for work?
0: Oh, mm. I love this. This was like the old spider catching a fly. This one, it was. Um, I was just like, oh, well, I quit my job. And she's like, oh, you quit it, did you? <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> yeah. like, that's very brave. Mm. Mm.
1: But also, don't ask a thirty-nine-week pregnant woman what she's going to do for work. Oh, yeah. Then there's this amazing scene. It all gets turned on its head. Ellie starts getting Braxton Hicks contractions. Did mm.
0: either of you get those um, um, th- throughout the pregnancy? Yeah. Oh, right. Was I don't it, know. what did it feel like? Um, for most of the pregnancy it just felt like stomach tightening oh, and yeah, kind okay. of cramps and that. But it wasn't it wasn't terribly bad. But yeah I mean, what she looked—she looked like she was in pain—and yeah, they can be like bad, like that towards the end. But it's your body just exercising, mm. training itself up. What an amazing I did get that, but I didn't mm, realize that's mm. what it was.
1: What an amazing moment, though, when Ellie's like, "All right, I got this." Ben's over. It. Susan's there. She's like, "Okay, breathe, breathe. We've practiced this. Just do your breathing exercises." And they were just in their own world because Susan's going to be Ellie's birthing partner, mm. and Claudia's just spewing forward instructions like, "Call the ambulance." You're 39 weeks pregnant. We're going to do this. And no one, everyone has blocked her out. It was glorious. And she
2: does ask, why is no one listening to me? And she says that from a position of privilege because yeah. as a mm-hmm. white, really wealthy person, people normally listen to her. Yeah. She, Not why, in Arensborough.
0: Why is she over here without her PA? That's my question. Mm. Uh, and what does she do? Why are they wealthy? They're like philanthropy people. Yeah, but how did they get their money in the first place? Mm. Old
1: money,
2: maybe. I don't think
1: there's and a skill it's, involved. it's Switzerland, so isn't there some dodgy financial Where's, situation? Maybe.
0: Where's Pierce's PA? He's got to have a few. He would have one attached to his hip day and night, I'm sure. He would have, um, you know, he'd probably have three and they all have an eight-hour shift.
2: Mm, do, you okay. know
1: do you know who'd be great for that role? Roxy. Mm.
2: I love her. Um,
1: She'd have to take the night shift, though. Okay. The thing I wanted to scream at her, though, was pot kettle, Claudia, You gave away one of your sons. Like you flat out said to the kidnappers, look, i got two kids, an heir and a spare. You Mm. take the spare and I'll take the heir. See you later. It's like how dare you dole out parenting advice and judgments.
0: Yeah, but Claudia at the end of the day would hire a nanny to look after this child who would be there day and night as opposed to Ellie who once she decides to get back on the pierce would just leave this baby home alone in the cot. But
2: then – No, she'll leave it with Susan.
0: Yes, I don't know. Susan's going to let her down very
1: soon. Also, Susan isn't in the best health, so there might be days where she can't look after the baby. But also, there's going to be times where someone has to make guardianship decisions and I don't trust Claudia to not sell that baby up the river, literally. Mm. Now, here's my theory. Do you want to hear my amazing, thing, juicy yep. theory? I couldn't live without it. Okay. So, Claudia doesn't seem very grief-stricken. No. No. And I Ah. just keep thinking, you lost your son a month ago. Why aren't you crying all the time? Mm. My theory, because she keeps looking evilly at the camera, and Sean was always on the phone to her where he was like trying to get in Ellie's good graces. Mm -hmm. My theory is there's no body. He's faked his death. There was no blood. There was no blood. There was no avalanche. There was an avalanche. They were like, we'll just wait till the next natural disaster in Europe. It's fine. There's global warming. it will be one soon. Yeah. They held out. Soon as one hit, they're like, guess what? You were skiing, son. You were skiing, and they faked his death to somehow get this baby back over. So, to is Europe.
0: Sean complicit in this, or is he locked in a basement? I think it's all style.
1: I think he's complicit, but I think he's happy just to not have to go anywhere. He's sitting at, in Switzerland playing video games and eating chocolate. So, I mean, delicious chocolate. Is he sent mum over to get the baby? No, I think she's front-footing it. I think she, okay. this is her, her orchestration, and she's in charge of all of this. He's just a pawn. Because remember, he was always calling back to his mum, saying it's all in place, it's, yeah. you know.
0: Wouldn't this be easier, though, just for him to be alive and get custody?
1: Yeah, he would have a much more legal
2: chance
0: Beck Dahl,
1: are you listening? Don't talk to me about what it makes more sense.
2: We're in Erinsborough. Plus more aren't the most abductions by like a parent.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, Just get that baby a passport and take it home, Sean.
2: Someone
1: close to the victim. This is why I loved Wednesday because there was all this emotional manipulation to nut out.
0: Now, I know when Claudia first started in Neighbours, I gave a potted history of who she was from her East Street days. I I told you about how she had a massive storyline with Australia's terrifying 90s villain, Mr. Bad. Did I? Posit the theory back then that Mr. Bad could be Millsy's real dad, <laughs> and this is where the evil genes coming through. It makes a lot of sense because Mr. Bad. <laughs> I don't know
1: why it's so funny. It's that's because all those promos are in my head with Mr. Bad.
0: Mr. Bad was, you know, half the time he was a charming man who was romancing Kate Rayson. <laughs> the other time. He was actually a serial killer with, a f- like, a face paint. Yeah, he looks like the Phantom of the Opera. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is the key to Millsy's, like, personality disorder. The Jacqueline
1: Hyde situation. Yeah.
0: Uh, and Jacqueline Hyde was referenced. Yes.
1: Ellie, because yep. she's an English teacher, must have taught it to her students. Yeah. She says Claudia's, you know, like Jacqueline Hyde.
2: By the way, the English teacher, another reason why she should be an influencer because she could also be a mummy blogger because she can
0: write, obviously, yeah. like grammatically. she can she string can sentences together. Yeah. I just – I loved that her and Susan on the couch just kind of like looking at Claudia between their eyes going, yeah, we know something's up with this. Yep. Thank God because normally with neighbours like dastardly plans, everyone's just completely sucked in.
2: Oh, you're a murderer. It's okay. You've lost your memory.
1: So Vastradamus is calling it dry toast. its He's wrapped up in glad wrap in the fridge. For safekeeping. Okay. Who would like to talk about the big return this week of an old familiar face? Kate should explain it. I have a point on it later though. Great, CJ. Kate.
0: Whose lovely face did we see again this week? Leo.
1: Brother of David who is not in a good shape.
0: He's back from the fire Festival, appears to have showered and he's made his way back to Australia to try and donate his kidney to David. And uh, unfortunately, not a match. Dr. Nacker is not in great shape at all. He's looking green around the gills. He's looking like he's on death's door. And now he's got golden staff, which is another dark day for Aaronsborough Hospital. It yeah, is, it is. That's it is.
1: pretty easy to get over there.
0: And um, he can't get dialysis. So he, he, you'd think he'd be going to the top of the dome list pretty much pronto. They haven't
1: even caught all the Robinsons. It's been two weeks. We've done... This is our third podcast episode hey, talking about the kidney list. Paul uh,
2: keeps getting, like, messages on his little leather flip phone saying, oh, not oh, a donor. No. Madison's not it. Oh, oh no. Oh,
0: what a great shock. Daniel is a, yet <laughs> again another non-contributing yeah, Daniel zero. Daniel
1: continues to contribute But nothing. has
0: anyone actually contacted David's half-siblings, Elle and Andrew? I think Andrew was
1: mentioned as a no. I've not heard a peep about Elle and I've not heard a peep about Rob Rob until the big Friday cliffhanger, which I saw coming miles away because I'm like – what about Paul's jailed son? He's not busy. <laughs> He's got time to kill. And then, because Harlow jumps onto the prison guest list and requests yep. to see her father, <laughs> oh, and no. Roxy hightails it out of there with her. Like, because I think Roxy's must have been a match, and Roxy's like, "You're not getting my kidney, buddy, stranger that oh, I don't yeah. know." Oh yeah,
0: she was very sus, wasn't she? But um. Look, surely with a prisoner, wouldn't there be some sort of like extra testing involved? That like maybe there have been an intra- intravenous drug user in prison. I'd well, be very worried about it. It's getting something
2: that. like seventy five percent of people in prison have hepatitis mm. C, I think. Maybe because is that, of is the that liver use. or
0: kidneys. That's uh, liver. liver. Yeah,
1: he, he is in the supermax, and I don't. He mustn't have much interaction with anything or anyone. Yeah, but it's but just because it's so easy to catch.
2: I think people get it from the drug use, but then like they can get it other ways in the prison. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Look, it, they're going to cross I don't that even know bridge. If it's
0: C, but it's the liver one. They're going to cross that bridge when they get to it. Look, I'd probably prefer to have hepatitis and be alive. But, yeah, but that's not a I, I
1: think I'd prefer Rob Rob's kidney over um, Leo's Fire Festival kidney. Anyway, <laughs> mm. I told you, it's better than his
2: liver. So that's probably not doing great. <laughs> that's um, what I was confusing it with in my head. So since. The NACA twins came onto the scene. Kate has been suggesting that they are not really twins. Because they're clearly not. <laughs> and there was a couple of little um, hints left in this episode. So firstly, Leo gets there and David's is like, oh, there goes our twin sense. And Leo says, oh, we were never very good at that, were we? I had to rewind that three times because I thought he said twin but Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, well, I mean, it took Amy, Leo's in town for 15 seconds. She thinks she's already pregnant. Yeah, that's the twin says. Jesus. Uh See,
0: well, hey, Amy and Leo greeting each other felt like ex-lovers greeting each other. It did. It really did. She
2: was really touchy-feely. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the actors quite liked each other, to be honest, with the way they acted. They're both
0: both Kiwi friends? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the support. Then... Later on, Leo says, but we came out looking completely different. Like he, mm. he mentions it. So I, I don't know if we're far off this actually being an eventuality. And then, of course, his kidney doesn't work for him. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe Roxy is Dr. Necker's twin. <laughs> maybe. I mean, she's the same heart. The
2: same heart, yeah. yeah.
1: Tarage and Paul are really happy to see Leo. They invite him back to the Willis house for takeaway with all the trimmings. tie. Mm -hmm. Oh, which
0: I love Paul gave the best compliment to Therese saying, I know you didn't cook this, but it was wonderful. You don't actually need to put in the first part of that paragraph, Paul. You Mm. just needed to say that was wonderful. Thank you, Therese. I'm
1: very grateful to the person who does the emotional labor in a takeaway Mm. um, order. Hey,
0: they chose the restaurant. Mm -hmm. They chose the cuisine. They made the order and it got to your plate. That's all commendable things. It's a lot of steps.
2: My husband would tell you that I will scroll Uber eats for hours and not be able to make an order. So she's done it great, <laughs> and it looks like she ordered all of it without getting alcohol. So well done, well
1: done, Tori. doing great. She was at that big piss up winery wedding, and she was held her. She's held herself up. She ate the cheese. I've got Carl pocketed some for the way home. But you know who else is probably avoiding the soft cheeses is. Bloody Amy oh, had geez. a little pregnancy scare.
0: She's not happy about it.
2: She's looked miserable for about three months now. The second
0: they got together, like they didn't yeah. even have like a week. Well, they, they, Look, they had one moment of honeymoon in <laughs> their relationship and that was nearly the time when baby Can Rob was conceived. <laughs> Rob Can. Rob Can. <laughs> Rob Can on Cam.
1: <laughs> almost. We almost got the Spy cam baby, but. The test came up negative. But Amy, the way she broke it to Kyle, like, I think I'm pregnant, mm. wouldn't, like, typically, wouldn't you in that stage go, I'm a couple of days late? Like, you wouldn't just lead with possible pregnancy. Particularly
0: because Kyle's coil is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you just, you wouldn't even mention it until you knew for sure, surely. Yeah. Just say, I feel queasy and I'm late. Oh, I wouldn't even mention it. I'd just I go just and do go the and test. Get a test.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't involve additional parties to this. It's a complicated
2: situation until uh, you know how you feel about yeah. the thing happening in your uterus. Yes,
0: so she has a loose pregnancy test in between some papers, and she walks through That's the waterhole, mm. through it's her grandmother-in-law's
1: workplace. About forty seconds that secret lasted before it got to the Can Clan. Mm.
0: If if I had dropped a pregnancy test in front of my lover's grandma, I would just pick it up. Put it away and not mention it. No. Yeah. Say so it's a prop. I'm rehearsing for a play. Yes. Um, oh, this old thing. I've been keeping it with me ever since I had Jimmy. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> faded. So it's a bit smelly.
1: <laughs> Coyle was intense yeah. when he thought, like, firstly, just calm the farm because it's a very delicate stage in proceedings. But he was already, he was off to baby bunting.
0: Oh, maybe this baby can donate their kidney. He was, Coyle
1: was off at bloody Kate Raison saying hey let's go shopping because <laughs> there's two babies on this street oh man and, and they're both half sad as bitch <laughs> <laughs> thankfully there's no baby but Co- coil's like however let's get one let's have a baby and amy's like this made me realize i do not want one right now with
2: you yeah so that's or grim. even so like donate your sperm and she'll just do it again alone because you know yeah, it didn't go that badly. And plus, you got to hire him out later on in life when he was a crap bag teen. I've lost your pronouns here. Who are you talking about? Jimmy. Oh,
1: right, right, right.
2: Just, um, Jimmy's coming back, I heard. Because
1: Leo's harbouring some kind of secret about him. He mm. said he's brooding and he's got some moody issue. And oh, he yeah. was just a teenager? That's, well, that's what Coyle assessed it as. Yeah. Oh, can I talk about my highlight for this week? Yes. Right at the end. Snack right in at the end of the week. Just slipped right in there when I thought I was done. Yashvi has discovered a new career path for herself and I'm so impressed with her. She takes down the Fight Club ring Mm. on her own, single-handedly gets the fight club shut down by getting the fuzz involved then like getting in there with the ringleader and recording his confession getting the cops on board doesn't miss a trick then she's on a real high from it and then decides guess what police work I think it's in my blood my auntie's one I'm gonna try and be a cop. And she's going to pass that fitness test. Mm. With flying colours. She's a fit lass. She oh. loves, loves her footy.
0: She brings a great diversity to the police force. They'd love that. She's fearless. And it's that
1: classic, she's, you know. Well, she's she was 18 as well. Tearaway kid. But really all she needed was
2: rules and to work within the rules. Structures, as yes. um, Milsey's hot mess mums calls yeah. it. Babies like structures. Yeah. I'm so proud of her because
1: she's been at a loose end and – I was so baffled by this whole Fight Club storyline and if it results in Yashvi joining the force, what a triumph.
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind you of this when she's, like, causing problems yeah. like it's Brennan. It's going to be there. a hot
0: mess. Say, it is it's never good for any character to become a cop on Neighbours because <laughs> let, then they become the worst people on the street. Let me have this right now. Can we just send her to Police Academy, like, for a few years? How long does it take to become a cop? Like
1: a year. Less well, than that. Neighbours time. Four, four months. Let me have this right, right now in my fantasy land. She's thriving.
0: Oh, can't you see her? I would prefer her as a barrister working with Toddy. I'd mm. prefer her playing
2: football. Yeah. Professionally
0: for the AFLW. Yeah. She can do both. She can things.
2: do both actually. And isn't there going to be a quinky dink that a spot becomes up available at the um, Erinspera station? I mean the, it is. The, uh, They've never
1: replaced Breno.
2: No, that's true. And they won't until she comes out of the academy. It's less than a year because like you start, they have an intake and then – before the end of that year, you're a cop. So this is actually really well-fitting for neighbours because they normally fast-forward all these things, mm. but they don't have to with this. Shall we do Citizen or Shitizen
1: of the Week? I didn't, I didn't think this was a huge packed week, but it, it does feel like one now. That it I does, yeah. Unpack it, CJ, if you will. I'm bursting at the seams to say mine. Shitizen of the Week. Trage <gasps> Willis. Oh. You First. traitor. For giving away the family cat... Without a second oh. thought, Harlow turns up with Clementine in a cat carrier, hands her over to Hendrix, who's set up shop at the Kennedy's. Harlow's sneezing away. She's like, here you go. I'm allergic. To rage says you can have her. That's the family cat. Yeah, it's awful. That's your daughter's cat. Yes, yes. Piper moved to Adelaide, didn't take the cat. You don't up uproot an animal that has a comfort zone and yeah. is, they're creatures of habit you don't just yank an animal to go traveling around the country of course she's not piper's gonna come home for christmas and he's like oh i really want to give my beloved cat a cuddle where is she gave her to the shipbag kid next door
0: the way you said piper's gonna come home for christmas <laughs> implies that we'll ever see piper in erin's ever again
2: yeah i don't even know how they got That's, leo back
1: ned likes the cat too he cuddles her sometimes
2: yeah. He needs he needs a support animal right now. Ned's a tearaway at the moment. He's not of any use to any animal. All that line needed
1: was to be was to be Harlow saying, "I'm allergic." While I'm staying here, yeah, could you look after Clementine?
2: Let's be honest, Clementine's been there a lot longer than Harlow,
1: and she's an outdoor cat. Like she can just go wherever the hell she wants. Yeah. I was outraged. You cannot
2: give away – you just can't give away the family pet like you that. You can't do it flippantly like On that. a whim, yeah. yeah. Like you can sit down as a family and discuss it. Yes. Clementine keeps going next door anyway. <laughs> yeah. And also you can't give someone an animal without their permission.
0: Yeah, that's uh, – look, pets are not for Christmas. They're not. No. And they're Ooh. also not for kids that are
2: living at someone else's house. The Kennedys haven't even been asked permission. Carl doesn't want to pay that registration fee. This is a
0: nightmare. Anyone else? Um, yeah, I would like to nominate Amy for citizen. Wow. No. Well no, for just having that moment of clarity where she realized that that A, she was horrified at the thought of having Coils baby. <laughs> and B that she doesn't want to have Coil's baby. So she's she's self actualized yeah. with this, hasn't she? Because
1: a lot of people go the band aid
2: baby route. Mm. Go, hey, things ba- are,
0: babies th- don't make your life easier. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> they do not. CJ. Um I'm gonna have to go with Leo Citizen. Of course, you did because he came back. Yeah, he got his shit together and got on a plane, and that can't be easy. Leaving New York's not fun. You have to go to JFK Airport, and it sucks.
1: I love a pop in, a character pop in. Yes, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I don't care. It doesn't have to
1: be for a big, huge thing. Just come see if you've got a kidney, because this, this is go real. Away. Po-
2: paging Billy Kennedy. Oh. The fact that, like. How could your twin not come back when you need a kidney? And, like, all these other family members that are doing some shonky test at their current hospital, which is, by the way, just totally made up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went down and I got the test. No, it doesn't work. Imogen would have said to Daniel, oh, just tell him you went and did it. Just, just yeah, just say." And he went, I'm a nurse. And he's like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> you are, darling. Meanwhile,
0: Daniel's going, so is this, like, hang on, but this guy's my cousin, but he's your stepbrother? <gasps>
2: Mind-blown emoji. <laughs>
1: okay, that was a fun collection of shits and sits. We did Saddest Bitch, so that's us done. We are gearing up for the Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be off the chain. And we still haven't recapped Erinsborough High. I've got to get back oh, on to yeah. that. We
0: do have to watch it because I, I saw some people <sighs> referring to a storyline in it and I was like, oh, man, that explains why we didn't see that teacher again. But come oh. on, I need to actually see it. Yes,
1: because we're going to have a special guest, which uh, hasn't happened yet, but maybe, we'll, whatever, I've got to do my admin. I'll get onto it. We'll get on. We'll get on to we'll get onto it. Keep you posted. CJ, where can people talk to you on the internet? Instagram, CJ the Hot Mess Mom, and Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter, and I'm also on Twitter, Vaya Pashos, and as is Neighbours, Neighbours Pod, and we are on Facebook as the Neighbours Council, or just Neighbours itself, and NeighboursPod for our back catalogue.
0: And don't forget to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts,
1: and screenshot us if you are listening to an episode on Insta Stories. And next episode, we should do our December podcast reviews. I haven't thought of one yet I haven't, because I've been a hot mess. I haven't listened to any. I haven't listened to any new ones. So, yeah, yeah. just listen to Neighbours. Yeah. I edit it, record it. I edit it and then it comes out and then I listen to it again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just a bit of vanity listening. Just, that's that's bit,
1: okay. Just a triple play. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. See Bye.
0: Ya. Some things never change. Like the feel of your hand in mine. Some. We get Get along along
1: just fine Like an old stone wall that'll never fall Some things are always true Some things never
2: change Like how I'm holding on tight to you